Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Zen Swamp Cooler Show. This is your host, Christoph Heinen, broadcasting from the misty and mystical uh, foothills of the Sierra Mountains in Northern California. Today is the first day of the Zen Swamp Cooler Show. I'm really stoked to have switched it. I put together a little cover art. Um, just felt like the energy needed, needed a little switch up, and I don't know, it might sound crazy and stupid, but I'm just rolling with the hunches here, ladies and gentlemen. Rolling with the hunches. Today, I wanted to share one of the neat tenets or the neat ideas that sort of, I think, prompted me on the breathwork path, and that was um, when I listened to this really neat YouTube video, and and... I just got to preface that by saying I've got a little bit of an obsession with near-death experience accounts. Um, I love reading books about it, and I love listening to interviews um, about people's experiences of what happens when they die, go into the light, go into the afterlife, and then usually have a past or like a life review, meet with a council of spirit guys, and then are zipped back into their body to uh, share their message. And also to, more often than not, um, the overwhelming majority of these near-death experience cases for the people who come back um, is that they they have a, a dramatically transformed perspective on life and, and sort of have like their kind of classic Ebenezer Scrooge come to Jesus moment in one way or the other, uh, whether you use that terminology or not. Um, the the one book that I read while I was in prison, um, that's not the one book I read. I read so many books in prison. It was a really uh, neat thing to catch up on so much reading while I was there. But um, specifically, this this one book is called, I think it's called Proof of Heaven. And it's by a, um, a neurologist or some kind of, a, a, literally a brain surgeon uh, named Eben Alexander, I think it was. You know, I obviously don't research these shows too well because I actually have no idea what I'm going to say for the most part before I start. So, I, like, I, I don't know the name of, of these guys, and I'm using my phone to record, so I, I can't look it up right now. But anyway, this this super famous book, the dude's name is Eben, Eben something or other, and he, he dies. He's got the, this specific configuration of ailments that creates a perfect storm for him to have a uh, near-death experience. He goes into a coma where everything is shut down. He's in it for like seven days. And while he's there, he completely dies, leaves his body. And his body is just like being kept alive and life support where there's no brain function that could have dreamt anything up, basically. In science, they, you know, even this guy who's a brain surgeon knows a lot about the brain. So, you know, there's no way that his brain could have been ticking off um synapses to create this dreamlike experience that he had um he there was no synapses that were clicking off he was totally brain dead and they were just keeping him in this coma uh until they figured out you know when the time was to pull the plug you know uh, luckily luckily they didn't pull the plug and he was able to come back but um the experiences he had in the afterlife were profound and to read about them is uh is captivating 
and and very interesting. And uh, there are so many people coming forth now with stories about the afterlife, what it is to move on in the afterlife, and uh, what it's like there. And, and there's some pretty common experiences, some pretty common um, you know, threads or similarities in everyone's story. And, and a lot of it has to do with, you know, you, you, you see the light, a lot of people see the light or see a tunnel. Um, more often than not, there's a life review where your life kind of flashes by and you get to experience what the other person was feeling um, regarding some of the things that you did, which may not have been so conscious and thoughtful and loving and kind. Um, but you also get to see the kind things too and experience that sense. So it's a real kind of um, an eye-opening experience. And as I was perusing through the, the YouTube environment, you know, checking out, it just gives me comfort. Every one of these stories, there's, there's none that really say, you know, oh my God, it was just so scary and terrible and we're doomed. You know, it's, it's a lot of people who get glimpses of the future, or have life reviews, really see where they had been going wrong in life. And they, um, you know, every, every experience that I've come across is like the person will say, the amount of love on the other side is so magnificent. Our lives are so much shorter than we think they are, like 80 years from the perspective of the spirit realm is just like literally like a blink of an eye. And we're all taking like all this way too, way too seriously. And um, the NDE experiences repeatedly stress the importance of loving one another and the importance of like being with your family and doing things you love in this life because everything else really is not so important. Now, this one woman, her name is Kelly, and again, the last name has escaped me since I did not prepare for this show um, in that way, but her name's Kelly, and she actually has a YouTube channel and a group and a, and a website. It's called Nurture Your Soul, and I'll leave the, I'll leave the link in the, in the show notes, but Kelly um, was super depressed, and she had been inundated with tons of negative self-talk and negative um, negative thoughts about herself. And she believed that actually she would be better off, her kids would be better off dead, uh, better off to live without her as this burden on their lives. And she had such low self-esteem that she really couldn't figure a way to go on living. She thought that she was a burden on her children and her family and that essentially it would just be better off for everyone else's sake that she killed herself. So her story goes, and you, you can check out, I'll, I'll put the link in, you can check out the story yourself if you're interested. But her story is, it's so magnificent. She goes and she, she got it all planned out. She drove out to this remote region and she like took, you know, a um, bunch of pills, chased it down with vodka or something. And she tells about just what it was like to witness her body slowly shutting down and how then finally like her body conked out. She leaves her body. She's floating above her body. And then she goes to this angelic heavenly realm where, um, you know, I'm, I'm paraphrasing and, and totally summarizing her experience. But the gist is while she's in heaven, you know, her angels, her guides, her, her loving spirit helpers and spirit family said, <laughs> like, oh, my God, like you got it so wrong. All you have to do, your only requirement on earth is to breathe and don't resist. Everything else is taken care of for you. 
And man, when I heard that, especially coming out of her mouth, you know, the, the person who experienced it, just, it just kind of shook me like, whoa, from that perspective of our cosmic identity, there's just, I mean, think of the things that I, I, I think of the things that I stress out on a daily basis about, and it's just, it's kind of mind boggling. It's like, oh my gosh, how am I going to figure this situation out? How am I going to get this thing done? And where am I going to go for this and this money and this problem? And my head is literally like filled with infinite amounts of problems that can just totally zap my energy and cause all kinds of anxieties in me. Um, And I notice that these days. And when I zoom out, it's like, all you have to do is breathe and don't resist. It's like, okay, okay. So even if I just get one of those things right, then I'm at least halfway, you know, there in terms of like succeeding on the planet. Just if I can just remember to breathe, which is pretty much an automatic thing anyway. But I think it's really like, you know, just just be aware of the breathing, like all this breath work is pointing to just, yeah, just be with the breath, be with that vehicle of intelligence, right? Then don't resist. Okay, that's actually probably one of the harder things for me to accomplish because I really like trying to figure things out and get in the way and and I do that a lot. But to not resist really to me is saying like, just see the prompts that life is giving you. Just do what needs to be done in front of you in the moment. That's non-resistance. To me, resistance is getting all stuck in my head about all the things I need to do and how I'm going to do them. I think the how is resistance and trying to like plan out and micromanage this life is resisting the life itself. So if all of only two things that we're here that we actually have to do is breathe and don't resist. Now that doesn't mean since, since those are only two things you have to do, you don't have to pay child support or you don't have to take care of your kids or you don't have to go pick up your children from school or you don't have to pay the bills. It's like, that's not it. That's resistance in a way, because that's going against just the things that need to get done. The things that just are here that have to happen. And it's when we don't resist them that they just kind of like fall into place, right? I've had so much resistance about my taxes now because I filed for the extension and I'm just like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed and pushing it off and off. And when I finally just had the time, the time appeared and I was like, okay, oh, it's time to look at, look at my taxes, see what I can come up with. It just all started falling into place. There was no resistance. And I actually started like really enjoying geeking out about, you know, getting really organized with my numbers and looking at this and looking where I can save money and how I can streamline my business, this and that. And, and it's just like, there was no resistance. So it all started to flow. It's like, okay. I might get up from this and wonder what to do, but if there's a big hole in my bathroom, so that's obviously got to get repaired because I want to have a toilet in my bathroom pretty soon. It's getting colder and rainier and going out to the compost toilet in the backyard is, is getting a little old. Taking hose showers is getting a little old. So it's, it's obvious that the next right thing, um, as Anna sings so gloriously in, uh, frozen too. The next right thing is fixing the hole in my floor. So I'm going to do that. And while I'm doing that, I'll breathe. So I think I'm doing pretty good. But the reason that I wanted to share this with you is because it's so simple. It can be so simple. Just breathe 
and then like don't resist. Breathe and allow. And if I come back to that reminder on a daily basis throughout the day, it's just like a it's like putting down a big book a big book bag. It's like, oh, I don't have to keep up all of this figuring and trying and efforting. I can just breathe and allow. I'd really like to have Kelly on my show. You all know how um, successful I am with getting interviews on because of my schedule, but I think that would be a really neat thing to talk to her, to bring her on board, especially since the momentum of uh, the Zen Swamp Cooler show. Um, S, no, Z-S-C, Z-S-C. <laughs> the Zen Swamp Cooler show is getting momentum since, um, yeah, it's day four today. And I'm actually showing up again, um, making these recordings. So thank you all for anyone who's listened. I'm not going to also, I'm also not really interested in, in like reminding people to subscribe. I, it's like, I've never done that because someone's told me to. I've always subscribed to a show or a podcast or a YouTube when somebody, when, when I really like it. So I'm not going to ask you to subscribe to this show if you don't like it. You know about podcasts, you 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 know, this is probably not your first podcast you've ever listened to, and you probably know that if you like it, you can subscribe and you'll get them every day or whenever I publish them. But for next thirty six days, you'll get them every day. So yeah, no more of this like hypey. Subscribe my channel and blah blah blah. It's all good. I do love reviews though. If you happen to be a new listener and want to leave a review, that'd be sweet. Um. So, just breathe and allow. Breathe and don't resist. That's all we got to do. If we can remember that, kind of zoom out of the small myopic um, focus that our lives are in where we, where we think everything is just like so critical and so important. But remember, this life is a short little blink of an eye blip in the cosmic cycles of time and Really, is it really going to be that big of an idea deal if you're 15 minutes late to something? I mean, granted, you're giving it your best all to be on time, but if you're 15 minutes late, I mean, you'd need to trip out and, and riff on that failure, you know, for like for for like hours or for days. Or, you know, if your job is like not your dream job right now, is it really that big of a deal? I mean, can you just get through it and? And then enjoy the process, enjoy the unfoldment of a new career that is being birthed um, because you have that capacity to create. But we don't need to take it all so seriously. And yeah, maybe someone cuts you off in, in traffic. There's a zillion jerks out in the world, you know, literally like so many people who are upset and rushed and hurried. And are we going to let that one person totally trash our whole day so that we have to go take it down on our loved ones because they're in a in a rush somewhere and it's like no like all I gotta do is breathe and allow that person did that just breathe don't resist let that shit go have a great day um and we'll see if we can get some interviews coming up soon on the zen swamp cooler show thank you all for tuning in it's really been only four days but it's really been a a, a joy to show up every day and get over my little hiccups and my my own resistance about about recording these things. It's like, yeah, th there's another example of resistance. I feel the call, the urge to create this this show. 
And then I think, oh, no, I don't have anything to say. Oh, no, I'm going to sound like crap. No one's going to like it anyway. Boom, resistance, resistance, resistance. But if I just don't resist, just allow, like, okay, what happens if I do 40 days of this show? See what comes out. Here's the thing today. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Breathe and allow. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Zen Swamp Cooler Show. I hope you have gotten something out of this. And if not, I hope you get something out of something else. You're all great. Have a beautiful day. Breathe deep. Om Namah Shivaya. Love